0: Good morning Mark. How are you? This
1: fine morning. I'm very well. Now I'm gonna fess up here, Coxie. We are pre recording these episodes we in are. the Builders special series. But I do chuckle internally quietly so it doesn't come through on the microphone that we always open the podcast with good morning.
0: Well, we just assume that everybody listens to us first thing in the morning. How arrogant is that? Think about it?
1: <laughs> now, I know that some people don't listen to us in the morning because their stomach isn't strong enough yet. Uh, and they <laughs> need a few coffees <laughs> before they can get to that stage. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. And maybe, maybe it's an opportunity for me to do a bit of a Chucky Norris segue into um, whether that's professional or not. That we always say good morning.
0: Maybe we should change it to good day. Good day. Good day. Not good day. Good day. Good, good day, day to you, mate. fair sir. Good day, Nicole.
1: Good
0: day, Bonjour. Bonjour, Bonjour, Nicole.
1: So, Ciao. Uh, I'm doing my usual thing and waffling. Part two, build a, build a series special thing. How no, to, it's a yeah.
0: subcontractor special.
1: Oh, it's kind of a bit of both, isn't it?
0: Well, it is because you could reverse everything we say for the builder so the builder can (laughs) take a few lessons as well.
1: True. But we are focusing on how can subbies get a slice of the pie with the cash splash uh, that the federal government announced recently in uh, 2020 during post... But COVID, I don't know. Are we post-COVID or still post? I don't COVID? think we're post. <laughs> it's definitely not post. <laughs> no. I'm still not allowed to shake hands with people. No. So how can subbies get a slice of the pie? And uh, this being the second part in our little three-part series, we are talking professionalism today. Mm. So we talked in the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, about wooing builders, how to ask a builder out on a date. I'm going to make that the title of the episode. Uh, (laughs) um, how to to get a builder to go on a date with you and actually talk to you as a subby about the possibility of working with them Um, now we're going to talk about let's say Coxie you're already working with a builder or two Mm -hmm. and you'd like to get more work from them or retain them Mm. for longer Uh, one of the key things that you told me really upsets and annoys you (laughs) (laughs) is a lack of professionalism from subbies
0: sadly it's far too common and and we did have a very robust conversation about what professionalism actually means so it was a good opportunity Mm. to put that into a podcast because professionalism for a lot of subbies means something very different than it means for the builder because the builder is in these cases when we're talking about building renovating or even um commercial work they're dealing with the end client so what they present needs to be extraordinarily professional whether it be in their appearance whether it be in the job site appearance in their paperwork in their website in their marketing everything they're doing needs to reach a certain standard to attract their target market however as a builder very often we're let down by our subbies so they might be really good at the work that they do the quality might be sensational but they turn up to sight in thongs or um, <laughs> I had to march a guy off site one day because he thought it appropriate on a renovation to pee in the backyard on the garden rather I than go the into the, the house time. and use the toilet that was there.
1: <laughs> right? So
0: there's a there's a very different level of professionalism for some people than others, which is the purpose of the conversation today.
1: So you've covered off on a, on a few there, Coxie. What can – a special subby do to really up the ante on their professionalism? What's, What's some of the, I suppose, the flip side of that is what are some of the areas that builders get let down in by their subbies?
0: I think first and foremost, it's ensuring that you've got your paperwork up to date. So that's your safety paperwork, like your swims. So many subbies still I talk to and they either don't have them or some of them don't even know what they are. I don't know where they've been working to not know what they are but they don't so having your safety paperwork up to date being proactive in the way that you enforce that on site with your own team um, presenting in a professional manner so that might just be as simple as uniforms they don't have to be clean we all know you're going to get dirty on site that's the way it is but can we have a uniform can we look like a group of people that work for another group of people rather than just I've got a forex shirt I've got a bronco shirt I've got a I don't know, something from came out that's ripped and ruined. Can we look like a group of people that are proud to be working together so that we have a bit of pride in our work? Because all of these things that we see show us your level of pride in your work and regardless of whether you do a good job or not, unless the rest of that backs it up, it doesn't look like you're going to do a good job. It looks like you're going to take shortcuts. It looks like you might leave me high and dry if something goes wrong. So professionalism To me as a builder, means first and foremost having your paperwork in place. Your insurance paperwork is a huge one. You should be able to email that through for every job and each time you start a conversation with a new builder, here's all my paperwork. I can't tell you how many builders would be blown away just to receive that on the first contact because most people don't. They don't have it. You've got to drag it out of them if they get it done at all, and if they do, often it's half-assed and not completed. So get your paperwork done, get your ducks in a row, ask for help if you need to do it. It's not easy to do, I get that, but there are plenty of people out there that can help you with it. Secondly, present like a business rather than a group of people. So have a uniform, present well, clean and tidy. Doesn't have to be purposely clean, but you know, just tidy. Look like you work together as a team and you're proud of what you do. And then thirdly, have some communication with your builder. Don't talk to the clients on site unless you've been given special permission to do so. Talk to the builder because they're the one that's got to put out every fire that comes up on the job. So, have an open and honest and frequent communication with the builder. Keep them in mind in everything that you're doing on site so that you can knock the microphone and everybody won't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) But keep them in mind in everything that you're doing on site. (laughs) And speak to them about it because ultimately they're going to be having conversations with the clients about that. And if they don't know what's going on, you're going to make them look like an idiot and that's not going to go well for you on the next job should there actually be one for you. So if there's a problem, you find a problem, give them a call, let them know, give them a heads up. If you're not going to get to side on time because something else has gone wrong, give them a call, give them a heads up. If you had a cracking day and got everything done a bit quicker than you thought, give them a call, and let them know. They might be able to get another tradie in a bit sooner. You're making their life just that little bit easier. All of these speak to what was and I speak to all the time here. They're part of being a business owner and far too often uh, speaking from my own experience, I'm finding that subbies are working more like self-employed people rather than business owners. So if mm. you really want to attract the attention of a builder and stay ahead of the pack with all the other subbies in your trade, it's to be that business owner and meet them on that same mindset. Gosh, I can get ranty. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I, I wondered if you were going to draw a breath there, Coxie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have to ring triple O. Uh, all... Fabulous points and I was sitting here listening to you thinking about the builders that we work with and the subbies that we work with Mm. through tradies in business through either the trade desk or the drawing board or even one-on-one as as tradiepreneurs and there are some fantastic relationships between subbies Mm. and builders uh, that we're working with where they're doing all those things that you say and the subbies that are literally just walking into work with builders are the ones that understand that everything they do on site represents the builder to the client. Mm. Even if you think the client doesn't see it, they do. Uh, if it's a commercial client or a big project and you think the client doesn't know about stuff, it's like when we were kids, we we're always baffled about how did I, our parents know this stuff? <laughs> how did dad know that I was pegging rocks at the neighbor's cat? He wasn't even there, he, <laughs> he was big at work. Rainy. Oh, I wasn't actually doing that, but that was my brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, um, it's just one of those things. Clients mm. find out. And if they don't, they make assumptions. Correct. Uh, they see the, the rubbish that gets left around on site and they draw conclusions to go, well, if they're leaving all their icebreak bottles laying around and their cigarette butts stubbed out, uh, you know, at the front of the property, my property, what are they going to be doing to the rest of the job? doesn't matter that it's a job site and they're not allowed on there. All of that reflects on the builder. And I've lost count of how many conversations I've had with builders who have had to do exactly what you said, Coxie, put out fires with clients and try and patch up the relationship because of things that their subbies have done, not out of stupidity or anything else, but just not realizing that you actually work on a site that belongs to the builder. Mm. And so it's such a simple little thing to get you repeat work. And I guess, you know, this part two of our our, you know Subbies Loving Builders series is how to retain builders. Let's say you got one, you schmoozed one, you wooed one, they went, okay, mate, I'll give you a run and you get your first bite of the cherry. How do you make sure you keep them and keep getting work from them Mm -hmm. and become one of their trusted subbies? Um, you gotta, you gotta treat the site like uh, it's your customer.
0: One of the biggest advantages to getting these things right is how it can impact you and your business. So the second part of the conversation I hear all the time about bloody builders is that they rip the subbies off all of the time. And the actual truth is, you know, builders run on quite tight margins. They're not as broad as they should be because we don't always learn those lessons till later in our in our business journey, I suppose. However, there is always flexibility there and we're not necessarily looking for the cheapest, unless we're talking project builders again, that's not who we're talking about here. We're not necessarily looking for the cheapest tradie to do the job. We're looking for the tradie that will come in, do the job, do it well, fix it up if there's a problem, cause me no stress and get out, move on. But then they continue that relationship with us over a longer period of time. So oh, you might have to squeeze your rates for the first time or two just to get in front of that builder so you've got your first project, but if you service them well, you can start to put your rates back up to where you need them to be. It becomes an ongoing relationship here between the two of you, not just about you having to bend over the, for the builder to take what the builder needs, right? It's more about you doing the work in the beginning to get the relationship going. Now the builders doing that work by going out and finding the work for you with the clientele you like to work with with the kind of jobs that you like to do. You're I guess the way you need to work in that is initially you might need to drop your rates a bit. You might, not always, you might. But you can then go on to have an ongoing relationship. Let's not continue with the thought that all builders are the same. They're not. The builders that we're working with are not looking to screw you down on your rates. They're looking to make their rates fit in with your rates because you're the best subcontractor for the job. You're going to make it look great at the end of the day. You're going to be responsible for the lack of mess, for the lack of untidiness, for ensuring that your paperwork's in place and your insurance is up to date. All of those things then reflect back onto the builder. So if you want that ongoing relationship, sometimes you need to work a little bit harder to get it there. Mm.
1: The, I, I want to highlight um, one of the things you said in this before we do wrap up this second part in the three-part Subbies Loving Builders series <laughs> is communication. Mm-hmm. Such an overlooked way to ramp up your professionalism is to communicate. And, you know, you, you said about giving builders a call. Um, we have examples of sub-trades that drop a daily text um, update through to their builder mm. and we here at the other end and, I, and I'm thinking of an example recently where a builder was just absolutely frothing over that because it just made their life so much easier to not have to spend time on the phone because they're already busy and they have 7,000 phone calls a day um, to not be left wondering and to be able to dovetail that into their own system of communicating with their client mm. to say, hey, just letting you know Uh, plaster is all finished today. Um, we're still on track with the job. Uh, the painters will be going in tomorrow and, um, I'll meet you on site Friday for the walkthrough. So, you know, that stuff actually helps the builders make sure they get paid on time by the client, which means they're more likely to pay you on time as the subby. So, you know, it's this symbiotic relationship, Coxie, uh, to use a bit of a wank word there, but it's true. It's, it's just that to and fro. Mm. And that's what professionalism is about, is understanding how to work with somebody else. Uh, And communication is such a big part of that.
0: Yes, can't be understated. I totally agree. And it doesn't take much to drop a text or a phone call. And who knows, it might be at some point in time, you're relying on that same level of professionalism from another subcontractor so that you can get in on time or early that might actually work in better with your schedule. So be the change you want to see, I suppose. Mm
1: so true coxie now if you're not sure how to make change in your business here comes the ad roll folks so uh, if you want to leave now go for it <laughs> but basically if you are not entirely sure how to make these changes in your business if you're listening to this and so like, yeah well that's all good wasn't coxie but you know you don't understand my industry or my area or the builders that I'm trying to work with or whatever um, hit us up tell us tell us about your, your issue tell us where you're stuck Uh, You can actually go to our website and book some time with Coxie or I or both of us if you really game. Uh, So if you go to tradiesandbusiness.com.au forward slash shop, you will find there a bunch of time slots that you can book with us to help you get unstuck or sort out specific issues in your business. Um, We've made them, uh, well, crazy cheap, good value, just to make sure that you're able to, to get something out of that. Um, and get unstuck and get moving with all of this. So if it's around what we talk, we've talked about in this episode today, uh, go book some time with us. Uh, otherwise, join the group, get into the trade desk, all the usual things, and change something. Change something about what you're doing. If you're not getting the results you want, as Coxie said, be the change you want to see. So if you want more communication from your builder, communicate to them more, and they'll give you more back. Apart from that, make sure you listen to the last episode in this little mini series oh we made a mini series
0: <laughs> oh I always wanted to be in a mini series
1: uh, which is coming at you tomorrow this is the weirdest mini series I've ever seen <laughs> uh, tomorrow in the final part we're going to talk about defects
0: the d word
1: the d word <laughs> thanks for listening I hope that was valuable talk to you again tomorrow have a fantastic day
0: Hooroo.